0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Do you have what it takes to be more than a conqueror? A spiritual warrior
1: instead of a spiritual wimp? in his brand new candid six-day message entitled, You Are Called to Be a Spiritual Warrior. Pastor Ray pulls no punches as he lays that difficult life-changing question on the table for his listeners to consider. He reminds us that God did not create or program us to merely get by and survive. Going to heaven, but living a life far below what he intended and what his Bible promises declare pastor encourages his listeners with the bible truth that god desires we all cultivate the spirit of a warrior overcoming anything that might hold us back from being the very best that we can be just as he intended outlining some amazingly practical ways to develop that warrior spirit and attitude Pastor Ray simply asks, so exactly what kind of Christian are you? Are you a spiritual warrior or a spiritual win?
2: I remember when I first moved into my first house um, and uh, my little house and one of the guys at the church came, came over to visit me at my house and it was an old house it was 900 square feet, but it was my house. Nobody on the side of me, nobody on top of me, nobody underneath me. I have my piece of property, trees all around. It may have not been, you know, so this is what the guy said. This is what this, this friend said. What a friend. He comes and looks at my house and he says, okay, very nice. He says, well, no one could ever accuse you of opulence. <laughs> and I thought, dear God, you just knocked the starch out of me. This is, this is my little piece of, of America. This is my home, you know. But what got me there was right thinking, one day I could own a house. I, I don't have to live in an apartment. I could be a homeowner. And I was. It was a small house, 900 square feet. I lived in that house. I loved that house. I fixed it up the best I could. And I, and I just enjoyed that place. But then I had bigger dreams. I said, I can, I can get a better house. At the time, they really didn't have the money. But I said, I will believe God for the money. I will conquer this dream and this vision. I will get a better house. And little by little, you know, I did my part, did what I had to do, and then I was able to sell the house that I bought, make a profit, and I bought a bigger house and a nicer house. That's the house that I've lived in now for 14 years. You see, as a man thinks in his heart, if you think like, well, I could never get out of this apartment, you know, I I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. Well, so was I. As a matter of fact, I told you not only on the wrong side of the tracks, I lived right on the tracks. (laughs) I mean, you could practically touch the tracks. You come out my, my front yard. So I know, well, I'm not smart enough. Well, neither am I. I, I, I can't do this, I can't do that. If you, if you think like that, that's what you will produce in your life. Because according to what Proverbs just taught us, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your mind must be renewed by the Word of God. So the very first step to you uh, developing the conquering spirit is you must see yourself as a conqueror. You must have right thinking. Everybody say, right thinking. Right thinking right thing. Think of yourself the way, see yourself prosperous. See yourself as doing better. See yourself as growing, as maturing, as, as uh, receiving those things that you're seeking and wanting and desire from. See yourself that way. In in your case, if it's a physical thing, if it's health, if it's whatever, see yourself healthy and strong and the the size you want to be or the weight you want to be. See yourself there because until you see yourself there, you'll never get there. That's how a conqueror does it. A conqueror comes up with a battle plan and says, this is what we are going to do. We are going to do this, 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 and we are going to end up here. And then they just execute the plan. Why? Because they have already in their own thinking already determined that it is going to happen. We are going to do it. Come on. Is everybody with me here today? This is the way God has created you. All right. So number one is right thinking. Everybody say right thinking. Say I am more than a conqueror. Say it. All say it together. I am more than a conqueror. So it's right thinking. Right thinking. All right. So number two is that you must learn to challenge your fears and perceived limitations. Fear will bind you. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will force you from not making the very first step that's necessary to the place you want to go or to whatever you want to to happen in your life. Uh, many of us are bound up and held by these, what I call them, perceived limitations, because we set up our own roadblocks, and then fear holds us prisoner in that position, or in that place. Tell you know, like, well, you can't do this. You can't. I mean, when I first tried to get into ministry and I was just starting things out, the devil threw every negative thing that he could throw my way. It's never going to happen. You're not smart enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. Fear tried to hold me back from from possessing. All that God had, in, in, you know, desired for me to have. So fear must be—you you must challenge your fears. Now, the way you challenge fear is simply this: the way you challenge fear is you do what makes you afraid. That's how you—that's how you break the power of fear. So fear says, "Well, if you do this, you're gonna—you're gonna fail." Well, you, what you do is you stand up and say, "No, I'm not," and you take the very first step. And every time you take a step further, you are busting through that fear and causing that fear to back off. Because the enemy doesn't want you to progress. He doesn't want you to rise up. You are more than a conqueror. All you got to do is get your conqueror's stand and get your conqueror's march going on. And don't allow fear or these perceived limitations hold you back from going for everything that God has for you, that the Lord won for you at Calvary 2,000 years ago. Come on, somebody say amen and give the Lord a hand clap. So the second thing we need to do is to challenge your fears or your perceived limitations. What is it that makes you afraid? Don't let it hold you back. Go for it. Um, I, I, I take your attention to 2 Timothy chapter 1. And verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Let me read this in the Amplified. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity. See, fear does not come from God. He said, He did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear. But He has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm, everybody say calm. Calm. A calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. So God didn't give us the fear, but rather he's given us a spirit of, of power and of love and of calm. See, of calm. When you're trusting the Lord, you're calm. When, you're, when your thoughts are on the Lord, you're calm. When, you're, when you're, you, you, you rise up in all that God has called you to be, you rise up in that conqueror's attitude. Nothing's going to hold me back. Nothing's going to stop me. I'm progressing. I'm getting there. Even though sometimes there may be some fear involved. A lot of things i've done i mean I, I i hate to admit this but i guess i'm going to have to because i want to be truthful at all times and many times there are things that, that i'm asked to do the lord wants me to do along the way and i've had fear i've had fear of failure fear that maybe this is not going to work or it's not going to work out or what happens what if you know you know what you have to do in facing a fear you always this is what i do i always look at the worst case scenario so what happens if i do this Well, if it doesn't work out, you lose everything. All right, if I lose anything, if that's the worst thing that can happen, I lose everything, praise God, because I know that God is a restorer and he will restore everything. Well, you know, what's the worst that can happen? I could die because this could be unto death. Well, praise God. So if I die, that means that I'm out of this world with all of its pain and suffering and sorrow, and I'm in the presence of the Lord forever. What's the worst thing that can happen? In a given situation that when you live that way when you start looking at stuff that way it dispels fear it takes the pressure of fear off of you and and you see that's how you rise up with the conqueror's attitude saying yeah that might happen and if it does so what you have to have the so what mentality am i speaking to anybody here you just have to say so what who cares if that happens it happens if i die i'll go to be with the lord in the meantime, you see, I'm just believing God and using faith because see see if I get wrapped up in fear, then I'm not going to be walking in faith. So how am I going to keep in faith? I have to just constantly remind myself that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. Because God's got my life in His hands. I'm standing on the Word. Come on, are you with me? That's how you face fear. You have to break the power of fear. And and and, and do what makes you afraid just do whatever it is that makes you afraid you have to face the fear in order to break it right the many times lord give me an order give me direction i mean i don't know i don't know if i want to do that well you just have to do it do and i like what one preacher said this is not my statement but one preacher said do it afraid yeah, yeah you're going to be afraid many times i do things i'm afraid but i force myself to do it. just do it afraid Just rise up and do it. And it's amazing how that power of fear gets broken over your life. Come on. Is everybody with me? That power of fear is driven from you because it's the devil's tool to try to stop you, haunt you, uh, stop you from rising up with the conqueror spirit. Any, 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 any army is faced with fear. Of course they are, but they're not going to let the enemy know that. There ain't no way, let me tell you, there ain't no way I'm going to let the devil do that to me. I'm going to rise up with the conqueror's attitude and the conqueror's heart and just keep on moving forward no matter how I feel on the inside. Because often we're more directed by our emotions than we are by our faith. I said we're more directed by our emotions than we are. By, we're more driven by what we feel. But conquerors aren't driven by what they feel. Conquerors are driven by the authority that's been invested in them by the The higher authority, in this case, what the Lord has put in you. He's giving you authority over these things. Am I talking around the world? Are you getting something? He's giving you authority over all of these things in life. And you can bust through them. You can break them. You can push them back. You need to do what you need to do. Even if you're afraid, just do it. Take the first step and see what God will do. Come on, somebody say amen in this house. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Now, this is the awesome thing. You see, God has more in store for you than you can even imagine. But sometimes fear holds us back from acquiring the blessings of God. Let me give you this verse. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says this, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. So according to what I just read, God wants to do more than you can ask Him for. God wants to go beyond the limits of your prayer or even your faith. This is what it says. These are some of the words that define it. It Exceedingly, to surpass, go beyond any request, to overcome and do anything. That means exceeding. God wants to exceed even your expectations. Exceedingly, abundantly, to overflow and do more than enough above to go over and above beyond any need all that we ask and all that we can think that means all that we can imagine or dream or conjure up in our imagination God wants to exceed it see God wants to but he can't work with someone who is Cowardice or afraid, or is operating by fear because sometimes you're going to have to face fear to break through uh, to the next level or to the next place you want to go. I know I've had to. I've had to break a lot of fears in my life to get to where I am because there's always some fear attached to making moves, making changes, going for something. There's always some fear attached to it. Well, God wants to get you to a better place, but you've got to take the first steps. You've got to conquer the fear. You've got to conquer the fear in order to get to where you want to go or where God wants to get you. Amen. He has made us to be more than conquerors. He wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask and all that we can think. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. And, and when it says according to the power that works in us in Ephesians, that's the fullness of God within us. By the presence of the Holy Spirit living within us. How can we... How can we fail when we've got God in us? I want you to think like this. How can you fail? How can you not succeed when you have God within you? That's why it says God wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think, or imagine according to the power, according to the Spirit of God that lives within every believer that's helping us to succeed and to progress and to to get ahead and to to make these conquests in life. Whatever it is that you need to conquer, you have what it takes because God is with you and God is not only with you, but God is in you. And not only is God in you, God wants to work through you. Come on, somebody in this house say amen. Amen. See, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing Chris oh, well, you know, the pressure is just too hot and heavy. I just can't. I can't. I, you keep giving in to the very things that you've been given the power to overcome. You keep giving in to the same sin when you have the power to overcome that sin. You, you keep giving into the same temptations that the devil throws your way when you've been given the conquering power to break that thing and to take authority over it and to bust through the other side victoriously as more than a conqueror that Jesus has called you to be. See, you may, you may think you're tough in the natural, but true toughness is proven in the spirit. True toughness is that individual who can rise up and get hold of his temptations and get hold of his passions and get hold of that failure mentality and get hold of all of that worldly stuff that wants to bind you, trap you, keep you stuck and immobile. A truly strong individual is one who will rise up in the spirit, in the conquering faith that God has given you and say, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going through to the other side. You're not going to hold me up, devil. You're not going to hold me up. I'm busting through to the other side. Come on, somebody in this house. Give me a better amen. I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't want to see Christians living far below what God has intended for them. Far below, and, and part of it is because we don't have the information, and part of it is we have the information, but either fear, because of past experiences, worry, whatever it be, has held us back from moving forward in the things of God. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. So let me just give you this. All right. So we've got to break the fear. Break the fear. I'm almost finished. Number three: refuse to be intimidated. Don't be intimidated by people. Don't be intimidated intimidated by warfare. Don't be intimidated by challenges or adversity. These things will come. If you are trying to move ahead in life, you will have these things. Remember what Jesus said. He said, Why are you in the world? How many of you are in the world today? Amen. Some of you look like you're in another world, but you really are in this world. <laughs> by the looks of you, you look like you're in another world, but you really are in this world. He said, He said, you're in the world, you're in the world. He said, You will have trouble. Man. Why are in the world? You will have trouble. Why? Because we live in a troubled world. We live in a fallen world, right? So there's going to be all kinds of things. So why in the world you will have trouble? But he didn't leave us there. He said, "But take heart." In other words, be encouraged. I have overcome the world. Whoa! Come on! Now, if he has overcome the world, and we are in him, how many of you agree with me that everything he has, we have? So if he has overcome the world, guess what? Through Christ Jesus, we have overcome too. We are overcomers. We are more than conquerors. Come on, put your hands together and give the Lord a hand clap, a shout, and a hallelujah. <laughs> Refuse to be intimidated. Do not fear the reproach of men. This is Isaiah 51:7. Nor be afraid of their... And don't let people stop you. Don't let people get in your way. All right? Uh, Psalm 56:11. In God I have put my trust, I will not be afraid. What can man do? See, man doesn't hold your future in his hands. Man can't stop you. The only thing man can do is what you allow him to do. If you allow his insults, if you allow his words, if you allow his judgments and his criticism get into you and stick in you, then that's the only power here. But you see, you have to see yourself as a conqueror. It sure hurts when people insult you. Sure, it hurts when people let you down or disappoint you, but you can't allow that to stop your progress. You must rise up as more than a conqueror and refuse to allow that stuff to have a hold on your life. See, this this is the attitude of a conqueror. Psalm 144, one who won't be intimidated. 144, one says, blessed be the Lord, my rock. Ready? I love this. Ready? Are you ready? Only one person's ready. Where's the rest of you? I said, are you ready? Where'd the rest of you go? Did you all check out? What happened? Did I miss something? He said, blessed be the Lord my rock. You ready? (laughs) Y'all not ready? I said, are you ready? ready. All right. Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. See, I'm not going to be intimidated. I'm ready to go to war, man. I'm ready to go into spiritual warfare because I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Come on, put your hands together and give the Lord a hand clap. All right. Remember Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, right? All right. So, so let's, let's, let's just review these real quick and then I'll just throw one more in there. Right thinking. Everybody say right thinking. Right thinking. Challenge your fears. Good. Refuse to be intimidated. All right. Number five is keep standing and fight forward. Keep standing, fight forward. In other words, don't back up for anything. That is how you cultivate um, a conquering spirit. Let me read this, this verse to you. And we'll finish here. Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to read it in the Amplified Bible. So then brace up and reinvigorate and set right your slackened and weakened and drooping hands and strengthen your feeble and palsy and tottering knees and cut through and make firm and plain and smooth straight paths for your feet yes make them safe and upright and happy paths that go in the right direction so that the lame and the halting limbs may not be put out of joint but rather be cured whoa hey wait a minute wait a minute I don't, think, I don't think the Holy Spirit through, through, through Paul, the writer here, is saying, oh, I understand. You just, it's all right. You can just sit down and be weak. No, he says, he says these are the four words that I get. Brace up. That means, brace up, man. Brace yourself up. Stop, I'm going to go down. No, pick yourself up. Say, I'm bracing up. He said, brace up. Reinvigorate. Some of you need to be reinvigorated. You need a refreshing that comes when you spend time with the Lord and in the presence of the Lord, reminding yourself that life isn't going to get me down, life isn't going to hold me back. I'm going to conquer. I'm going to conquer some new ground. I'm getting to some places I haven't been before. I don't care what people say, I don't keep what they do, I don't care what with me. Not with. I don't really give two hoots, not even one hoot, not even a half a hoot. I'm going through to the other side, even though I have to march it all by myself. Oh man, those amens were weak. (laughs) Brace up, reinvigorate, strengthen, and cut through. Say these words with me. Brace up, up. reinvigorate, Reinvigorate. strengthen, Strengthen. and cut through. through. You got to cut through all of the stuff the baloney, the warfare, the challenges, whatever it be, to get to the other side. These are just four, five simple things that I've done in my life. In developing this conqueror's attitude. I've had to do exactly this. Change my thinking. Challenge my fears. Refuse to be intimidated. And keep standing and fight forward. Man, I'll tell you what. You you put these into operation. Base it on the word of God. You're going to conquer things that you never thought you could conquer. Because God is with you every step of the way. And when when, when one of his children rise up in faith and in strength like that, let me tell you what, God, let's stand together. God, God is going to be right there by your side helping you right through to the other side. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Has this been helpful to anyone today? All right. All right. The conqueror's spirit is in each and every one of us. We have to see ourselves as more than conquerors through Christ
0: Jesus. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray.